going on, people? I am Mr. Pleasant. I'm Mrs. Pleasant. And welcome back to another Pleasant Connection. Hey. Right here on Her Talks Radio. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Hi, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Hey. <laughs> How y'all doing? Y'all all right out there? Yeah. Is your summer going well? We, we made the hump on 4th of July. <laughs> we made that hump. Hallelujah. You mean 15 days after Juneteenth? What, what day are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, it was 4th of July. Can you just let 4th of July be? Okay, I'll let it be 4th of July. Please. Seven, 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 people on, on, on the uh, podcast. Yes. Well, but they know. Anywho. Anywho, I hope everyone's doing well. Welcome to our 20th episode. Hey. It's 20th? It's the 20th hey. episode. Hey. Thank y'all so much for rocking hey. with us for 20 hey. episodes. Hey, 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 because hey. 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 this is see. Hey, 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 hey. God, God. showing up. Hey, hey, hey. hey. doing hey. this thing. Hey, 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 visual of the podcast we thank y'all so much for your love and support we thank you for the ceo creator of radiate her carla we thank you thank you so much for giving us giving us this opportunity to be a part of your dream and be a part of radiate her and i hope we're doing it justice hey as a social as a social pillar Hey, what's up? Oh, I hey. know. Yeah, I saw your head open. I was, I was going like this, but then you went in like, like Superman. So I was like, let me just go and get it. As long as we connect, <laughs> it's a pleasure connection. Hey! <laughs> so, how, how are you feeling this summer piece so far? Well, not the half. Is this the halfway mark? Technically. Almost the halfway Technically, it mark. is. Because, you know, technically, September. That's when it actually turns into summer. Even though it don't feel like summer yeah. with the rain. And if y'all, y'all yeah, it's been raining. New York, everybody's like, what is that? What is going on? Yeah, I might hear the rain behind us too because it's raining here in Houston. Um, but Pockets of it. Just out of nowhere. You're just like, hey. Literally, pockets of rain. Like, what and it comes down. <laughs> you think, oh, man, it's about to be a drizzle. Let me go on here and get this little two-mile walk in. Nah, Wait a minute. Hold up. Let me. All right, let me start running. <laughs> Where did this rain come from? Come Wait a down. minute. Come down. <laughs> oh, well, we thank God for it. Cause yeah, cause it could have been super hot. It could have been. It's when it's hot though. It's hot though. It helped because when I uh, at the time at the time of this, I just got back from weekend with my family, and we got to sit out. She has this, she, my mom made an awesome porch, and she put screens on flies, and it was raining, so it wasn't as hot. This, is, oh, so this has been a nice summer. <laughs> like in comparison, in comparison to uh, you from Texas, you, you know our summer, our summers are real. It's hot. The sun be real. It be leaning on you. Be like right on your face. Hey, what's up? I'm like, Burning you. I, I don't know to know you that close, son. I remember people used to take like pieces of cheese or egg. They take a oh, part of egg yes. and they'll cook it on their car. It was it used to be that's that how hot. hot it was. But that's how hot it is in California right now. I think the worst, my worst summer day ever was I worked in summer school one time. And I locked my, no, I had a flat tire. So hot. And I had my, I had just got my truck, so I didn't have the proper tool to change my own tire because the truck's a little different. Can you know, I have oh, my, yeah. my, my Honda, you know, I can pop that thing up, change yeah. the tire, go with the truck. You, get, you got a little special tool yeah. to make sure it's high enough because your whole truck will fall on the ground if you don't. That's a lot of work. So I had to wait for the, and that was a hot day to school. Already, everyone had already left before I even know. That was the last one to leave. I was like, "What my, what my, what my truck on lean?" <laughs> I got close to it. The thing was flat. Tire is flat. Flat. <laughs> God got me through. That was a hot day. Whew. Not, a, not shade in sight, but God, God, grace got us through this summer. Right now, we're. I mean, we saying about the rain, but at least, like you said. But you actually even have hashtag summer peace. Yes. So how is how, my peace is uh, uh 
being tested every week. Yeah. No lie. Uh, <laughs> but uh, thinking of how God is uh, downloading peace and and allowing us to face it this summer is really making me more aware of not my own peace, but capturing his peace and spending time with him. Amen. And after our Daniel's fast this past week, thank you guys for whoever joined us. Yes. Um, if you just did one day, you know, three days, or all those whole week, all seven days, um, it just get it just allows us to get closer to him and makes us realize a lot of a lot of things about ourselves yes. that I don't think if I didn't do the fast, I would have realized because all of the clutter, all of the extra things that we partake in, we don't during the fast. And so therefore it allows God to really, I say download or intercede into us because we're spending that extra time with him. So I thank him for that time. Um, and it, this summer of peace is really, it's testing you girl. So, but I'm growing as a person. I really am in, internally and externally. Wow. Well, yeah. Same thing for me. Is it? I this is when I when I sit in the office and I was like, "Babe, we're gonna do a series called Summer Peace." I did not expect that. <laughs> Sometimes you speak things and you just like guys like, "Oh, you, oh, you for real? Oh, you, okay, uh, let's get it." Yeah. Like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold daddy, hold up, daddy. I the second <laughs> week. Oh. <laughs> Bye, thank God, thank God, because it's like a the summer peace so far and we'll probably we'll probably end the summer peace for our final like um before our birthday before our birthdays our final comments on it mm-hmm. but right now at this point it's like a refreshing it's like a big refresh button has been pressed and he's awakened visions he's re- he's awakened restoration mm-hmm. and my baby i just i don't want to i don't want to mess the mic up but if i could get louder applaud my baby because she is if you watch our video who are you She's a restorer. She definitely is a restorer. God really has blessed Sierra with a calling that she don't even know how much power she has to restore. And and stuff that even if, and I'm speaking right now, even stuff that she wants to happen, it's going to happen. Because God wants, you know, he made you to restore. If you keep working at it, God's going to restore some stuff. You know, the stuff we talk about behind the camera, but she knows what I'm talking about. She's going to restore some things. Just right now, I'm just thinking about it. God just told me right there. Because she's helping me a lot. So I know she can keep, I know he's going to take care of you. Thank you, Hubs. You got real deep. Let's go on to this game, shall we? <laughs> Praise God. That's what this for. I had to lean back in my chill. If you, that, if you uh, have not prophecy. followed us on Instagram prophecy. and all that stuff, on Instagram, we even changed our thing. We are restoring my body and soul. Oh, yeah. And that's what we're here for. Yeah, so yeah. we're gonna get deep sometimes, and we're gonna have some fun sometimes, like what we're gonna do right now. Game time on Family Feud. Game time. I'm gonna start with one question. We do two each. All right. Name a question a father might ask his daughter's new boyfriend. Okay, ask a question. Name a question. Name a question mm-hmm. a father might ask his daughter's new boyfriend. What's your intentions with my daughter? Uh, ooh, 18 points. Hey! Number two answer. The number one answer was have a job. I knew it. I knew it. Do you I have a job? I knew it. 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 I Okay, name something dogs do when riding in a car. Put their head out the window. Bruh, 51 <laughs> points, man. Ooh, ooh, ooh. God, that's an easy one. <laughs> that's an easy one. That's an easy one. All right. Name someone famous, real or fiction, named Mother. Mother? Yes. Real or fiction. Martha? Is that your final answer? Mother Martha? Wait. Name oh Mother Teresa. Good job. Thirty six points. Okay. The number one answer it was only about you would only got one extra point. The number one answer for thirty seven points was Mother Goose. Oh Goose, okay. So thirty six. Okay, uh, so it's my eighteen. I don't know, I think that's fifty fifty four. Yeah. <sighs> so you gotta really suck on this next one. <laughs> I gotta get a hard one for you. 
Name an advantage to being unemployed. Wow. <laughs> don't that, laugh, don't laugh. And society would hate a boo on that question. I know, because like, it's like, it ain't advantage to being unemployed. It don't advantage to being We have someone in our life we can ask. Anyway. <laughs> like, what advantage to being unemployed? Free time? Like, extra time? Do I get I do I get a second guess? Yeah, I get a second guess. Uh, advantage of being unemployed. I am really at a standstill. <laughs> Other than free time, what else is there? Uh, I'm trying to think when I was there was a, the season between I, the season between Target and becoming a teacher. Uh, what did I do during that season? You was hustling though. You were really enjoying it per se. I was hustling. I, I, I made sure I, I ate. Um, uh, um, I don't know. Um, think about an unemployed person near you. What are they doing? I'm just gonna take a stab at it. Uh, just yeah, if I was on the game show, Steve Harvey would be looking at me funny, right? Yeah, now. like extra. You take too much time. I don't know. Yeah, to be all right, all right, that took too much time. So, you did say what was that question? Actually, you did say what free time. Free time. The, the for, number one is do as you please. Does that equal the same? Yeah. Do as you please. Free time. Uh, Why well, you can't do as you please? If you don't have free time. I guess. I guess I get a point. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Sleep late. Get unemployment. Time with children. Yeah. Not working. Yeah, but you weren't even thinking. Watch TV. Well, that's in my mind. Free time means I can do what I want. I have free time to do what I want. No, the other things I'm saying. Oh, find a better job. Don't have a boss. None of these not very advantageous. So you were beast, you broke it. You won. 80, 84. You won. <laughs> That's fine. We gotta love this game. So what are you talking about today, baby? Peace from your past. Yes, yes, yes. I know we kind of talked about this similar on Pleasant Love, but we wanted to kind of relate it to what we're doing right now with the summer of peace. What do we? What, when we talk about this? Uh, don't your rehearse your. Don't rehearse your past, or you'll re, re, You will. Re, you will repeat it. Ooh, uh, that was a, that was one of our longest titles. Ooh. That was one of our longest titles. I think that was don't our longest. I think that. Don't rehearse your past, or you will be, or you will repeat, repeat it. it. Go check it out on a place of love. Yeah, yeah. Please. I was, like, um, I, was, I, was, I was scared. I remember reading that. Be, I was scared. I'm like, man, this is a long title. <laughs> It, 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 it is a very, yeah. it was but it was good. Like it was that. good. It was good. We talked. We talked yeah. really well about that. But for for the summer of peace, we wanted to take a look at peace from not just a troubled past, which a lot of people talk about, but also peace from what you think you lost. Mm-hmm. And me and Sierra kind of have we're both on that spectrum of that. Mm-hmm. I felt like growing up, I've lost time. I've lost relationships. A lot, and that's why I gave Sierra so much props in the beginning because she was that. She is my restorer. Her pushing and you know telling me and pointing out stuff and things like that, making you know revealing things that I was blind to. I had tunnel vision away from that that are important in my life over money, over status, you know, over becoming you know the best uh, counselor or you know. Be basically not following my purpose and focusing only on my my potential. Mm-hmm. And Sierra had really helped me out that from things I lost, and I and I, I would could assume Sierra with the trouble past, you know, with your, your daddy oh, with my well, yeah, with my daddy issues, hashtag daddy issues. Yeah. Um, that that um that uh, hurt, that pain, um, shaped me as a person, and so I felt like I lost out on relationships too. Um, also lost out of knowing a, a whole nother culture of me. Um, my last name is Okafor, so I am half Nigerian. So like that whole other side of me, I really had to search to know versus it being just given to me or just taught to me. Um, and so I forgot like lost out of a lot of that. Um, so it, it, it also when it comes to uh friendships you know you lose friendships 
Um, and then also uh, chasing potential, you know, I feel like I should be a lot further right. in our careers, not for our careers, but in further other, other opportunities. Right. I feel like we should be uh, a little bit further than we are um, because of a lack of, or that we didn't step into our real God even purpose when we were supposed to. You called us to. Yeah. And yeah. so we, we aborted, aborted, that's a whole other podcast, but not aborted. We did it, we did it without even knowing we did it. Right. You know, thought we were just having fun, enjoying life, but actually we weren't really trying to hone into what God was calling us to be. So yeah, thank God we have a time, you know, even time. He's so forgiving. He gives He's grace. Forgiving. He'll restore time to you. You think you lost time, yeah. you but he'll restore it yeah. in some way. So today we wanted to kind of take, just like we, we've been doing the last couple of weeks, just to take a, dissect a story um, or a part from a story. Some of them, some of these Bible stories be long, bro. Like this one was a long one. Uh, but kind of relates in what, what we like to do when we read the Bible is see how the Bible fits in with our lives. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to do as Christians a lot of times. People forget that they're like, "Oh, that's great that the pastor grew up and do that." But you gotta do it. You gotta do that for yourself you too. See how it relates to you your gotta own read life. the Bible and say, "How does this fit with my life?" Because right. what you're going through is not exactly what I'm going through, but right. we can still find a correlation to what you the know a character says. in the Bible or the word says yeah. about somebody. So we want to look at take a look at uh, the story of Joseph. If you're not familiar with the Joseph, I just give you a quick little rundown. Joseph <laughs> one day had a dream. He said, he said, hey, what's up, brother? He said, guess what? I had a dream that all my my grains, my my grains were standing up and they bowed down to my grain. And they're like, that's cute. You you think we're bowing down to you? And they got kind of jealous and they, they put out boy in slavery. Um, yeah, he even had a he had a nice little he nice he had a nice little uh, coat of many colors too, and they destroyed that sucker and said, told his father Israel, like, hey, the son gone. Yeah, so so father died that he lost his son and this boy was sold into slavery. Sad, but God is a powerful God because no matter what he went through, Joseph made it to become um, the governor of uh, Egypt. It's only second to the Pharaoh. The only person that hit him, uh, uh, you know, God, but on the earth was was the Pharaoh. You're probably familiar with the story. I mean, they have musicals. The Lion King is even kind of yeah. similar to it. You know, he had a dream. He had to come back and get what was rightfully his. So where we're at right now, Joseph just became a governor. His brothers came. To, you know, the famine is going on. Um, and he wanted, they came to Egypt to get some food. And he could only get it from, from Joseph. So we're going to take a look at Genesis 45, 4 through 8. It will be our main scripture for today. Um, so Joseph said to his brothers again, come here to me. I beg you, come here. When the brothers went to him, he said to them, I'm your brother Joseph. I'm the one you sold as a slave to Egypt. Now, don't be worried. Don't be angry with yourselves for what you did. It was God's plan for me to come here. I'm here to save people's lives. This terrible famine has continued for two years now, and there will be five more years without planting or harvest. So God sent me here ahead of you so that I could save your people in this country. It was not your fault that I was sent here. It was God's plan. God made me like a father to Pharaoh. I am the governor over his house and all over Egypt. Wow. Wow. Like, I, even after reading that, you know, I know what I'm going to say after reading that, like, God's telling me some other stuff. I'm here for two hours. Like, that's crazy. Just to, I mean, just, I mean, to just start off the bat. Remember, remember, just to recap, he was sold into slavery. He had every right to look at his brother and say, get out of my face. Get out of my face. Like, I don't even know why you... Or toy with them. He could have gave him, here's, here's a little seed. Go plant your uh, grain. Good luck. You know, this effect. Like, he could have... He could have did so much to him. Like, y'all, if you have a chance, please check out. It's a long one. I mean, it's a good story, but it's a long one. Genesis... So that's at Genesis 37, and it goes to the rest of the book of Genesis, uh, all the way to 50. So it was at like 13 chapters. So what we want to talk today about is just how to help bring peace from your past. Can't change your past. God did not give us the ability to go back in time, but he did give us the ability to heal from the past. And one of the things we, we always say to start off with, go ahead. Go ahead and do something before you even go into what okay. you're going to say. Because the first, the first 
a sentence says, a first scripture says, so please, so Joseph said to his brothers again, come here to me. I beg you, come here. So when <clears throat> that's telling me that Joseph, before you even do what you're about to say next, yeah. is when there is hurt, when there is conflict, we are supposed to face it head on. And he's telling them to come. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid of me because you know what you did to me. Ooh, you just gave me chills. And that's why I gave my own self chills. And God has given me this type of heart because that's how the person I am is like, yo, let's have a conversation. Jesus. Let's sit down and talk about what's going on. You hurt me. Yeah. Like, did I? If I hurt you, I need to sit down. We need to know what I yeah, did. We can't like, just forget about it. Like, you can't just and it's it's so much. It's so much. If you just listen to someone's pain and you see that they're hurt, all you have to do is listen. But people are not humble enough, or they're scared, or they're scared because of what they've done that they don't want to face that person. Yeah. And a lot of healing can come from just first acknowledging, hey. Yeah, you hurt me, but we need to have a conversation. And I think sometimes the person that's so hurt, we get so hurt that we we don't want to face the person who hurt us. That's scary. And I, it's a scary thing. I, I know there's many times in my life where I'm just like, I know I messed up. Even as a kid, you know, you're like, you're a kid, you could just forgive. But no, like, I still wanted to, you know, be forgiven. I still wanted to face yeah. it, but that fear just... Yeah, yeah there's, even if it's five seconds, that's a long five seconds of like, hey, bro, I messed up. So that's crazy how my first point was to express your pain, but it goes both ways. Express your pain, but also accept for, for even though people that did hurt, that what you're saying, yeah. you got to sit down and actually take it. Like, listen, you know, like, have you, to, have um, to, you have to be humble yeah. enough and you have to be naked enough yeah. so that both parties have to be. Yeah. Um, and even though you're scared, it, it takes some real guts. And I think those guts, if you will, come from the Holy Spirit. And you have to lean on his strength and God to get you through those moments. Because it's, wow. it's, a, it's a very wow. serious situation. And we talked about that before. I, I hate, I, you know, we keep plugging. But, I mean, God gave us, God, God gave us the videos and we spoke. And we did, we did do a message saying have, how to have uncomfortable uncomfortable conversation yeah. so maybe one day you, if, if God leads us it will make an audio version of it but yeah, yeah, yeah. you can check out Pleasant Love how to have those uncom uncomfortable conversations because we need to yeah, I mean it goes I mean it even goes as big as racism we're never going to be healed from um, what happened to us if yeah. society never sits down and says let's talk about it if we keep brushing it under the rug it's not going to do anything yeah. it's just going to keep growing yeah. The hate, the gap between. The gap between. And I feel like as Christians, you know, they always say how like you know we mimic the world. Uh, it, it is that I hate that because it does look like we're mimicking the world, but it should be the opposite. We should we should stand apart from the world, and we should be the example for the world. Right. And so just in that reconciliation of of you know the racial divide, if you will, against all black people of color over the entire world on every continent on every body of land on the planet there needs to be a awakening in christians yes. to say i love you my brother no matter what color hue you are no matter where you've been i'm here for you and i got your back yeah. and if more people outside of and inside the black community would do that we, there would be a kumbaya if you will <laughs> of, of where beautiful things can happen or where, where nations can be built and where love can grow. Um, but that takes a lot of, a lot of big, big boys and girls putting on the big, big boy and big girl draws <laughs> and, and really coming to the table. It really was going to, it's going to take a move. And I, I know in God, it, it can be done. And that's sad because some people would rather die than face it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather die. Yeah. People, there's, yeah. There's people, there's people yes. that will hang them, literally commit yes. suicide rather than face yes. what they did. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen, we heard yeah. it. Yeah. We've seen, we've seen it. no movies. We've heard about <laughs> it. This is true. They will literally it's, commit suicide or go uh, to another country. Yeah, I'm not flee. dealing with and this. Flee. And flee. I'm not dealing and with flee. this. But all I, all I need is an apology. They'd rather go. 
I just need to, I just need to talk about it. let's talk to this no. That goes to a whole nother world. Whole that's other, crazy. That's a whole nother level of prayer that has to happen amongst yeah. amongst among amongst the body of Christ for that to take part. Right, right. And Joseph had Joseph I mean Jared <laughs> mentioned the verse, but Joseph said had the perfect example of that. After he said, Come here, I beg you, come here, he said to them, I'm your brother Joseph. Let's get that point, let's get that across. I'm the one you sold as a slave to Egypt. He straight up told them, like, you're not just going to, you know, we're not just, we're going we're gonna to deal with what you did before we move on to the God's blessing. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's so important because a lot of people in the Christian faith feel like, feel like you're supposed to forgive and forget. But in that forgiving and forgetting, there is a moment, if you will, that where in yourself you have to acknowledge the yes. pain acknowledge the hurt yes. that has occurred because if you don't acknowledge it then did it really happen you just brush it over with some like you know put put cold cool upon it and it's really not it still don't taste bad because it's still like it's yes. still not a beautiful picture it's still a horrible situation no matter if it was you know if you were raped when you were a kid if you were abused when you were a child or if you uh, were shunned as an adult. If you even were, now, as an adult, even, yeah. yeah. Even if you, you know, those things hurt. Yes. And and I, you know, we see it in movies. We we see it in movies. We don't realize how epic it is in our everyday lives for little things, you know. Yeah. And even for the big things, you know, when um that movie is it uh something Isaiah. Oh, he goes back to his. Uh, his it's, it's either and I'm probably wrong. It's either raising Isaiah or chasing Isaiah. One of the two. I think I I had it all wrong. I think we still had it all wrong. Well, he goes he goes to the army. He meets his wonderful girl. Oh, and, Antoine and Fisher. And that's what it is. Oh, Antoine you had a whole Fisher. different movie. Sorry, <laughs> that was Halle Berry. Sorry, 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 sorry. Antoine Fisher, Antoine Fisher. Yeah, but like he was treated like crap, Ooh. and he was broken, and he was just this beautiful inside person. And it took someone who was gentle enough, the young lady that he met, and who became his girlfriend. She was the epitome <laughs> of gentle love and acknowledging that a person is fragile and hurt. But can you meet them where they're fragile and hurt? Can yeah. you really just see them for who they are? Even when they're, they might explode because they don't know how to express what they're feeling or they don't know how to talk about it. Yeah. And she was just present. She was just there. She says, I'm going to be here. She was I'm there. Gonna here. I'm going to be right here with you, boo. And that was a good... That was, See, that was a good example. And he, then she goes, he didn't he go even back. have to go back to the people that, that no, destroyed his childhood. No, listen to me. Listen to me. They were trying to close the door on him. He's like, no, you won't listen. Listen to you me. You did this, you did this, you did this. And I'm still strong. I'm hey. still, still, still standing. Hey. You did not destroy me. Just to let you know. Just to let you know. Now have a good day. Peace. Like... <laughs> Because it's like you can't, I get chills and I know we're repeating ourselves. You cannot move on until you have those uncomfortable conversations. And the next thing, you can't move on until you focus on the present. Yeah. So if we look at verse, the verse right after that, uh, Joseph tells him, "Don't be now. Don't be worried. Don't be angry with yourselves for what you did. It was God's plan for, for you to come here. I am here to save people's lives." So in this moment, focus on the present means another, a.k.a. also means yes. um, acknowledging your purpose. Because once you acknowledge your clap purpose. Loud. I want to clap loud on this thing. Once you acknowledge your purpose, then the present, the now is so important mm. that everything else around that is really mm. Mm. like, yeah, I know what you did. What you did to me was wrong. But we got lives to say. Yes. And I was, our belong group, we were talking about, you know, we've been hurt by our families and yeah. how it's just so hard to, you forgive them, but you still are hurting. And it's like, how do you get past that hurt? Right. And yes, uncomfortable conversations need to be had. And either a compromise or understanding of the minds, if you will, needs to be had. Yeah. But in that process, how do you continue to love that family member or even that friend when you are still hurt from what they did? And I think once you discover the purpose and the lesson from that relationship, it allows you to process your hurt a little bit differently. You're so right. And I, for myself, when I was hurt by a friend, by a friend, 
the lessons that I learned from that relationship have allowed me to be on a pleasant love and a pleasant connection because it made me it made me not worship my friendships but worship the God who gave me those friendships yes. and that for wow. me is is significant is huge in the scheme of things because I love people right I love people but People don't always love me and want the best for me. Yes. But I have to realize God gives me these people. God has provided me with outlets of friends who I can be vulnerable with and some yes. who I can't. Yes. And knowing how to navigate that, I have to give it back to God and not Amen. and not put that friendship or the family member on a pedestal. Amen. Because at the end of the day, they are not going to save me. Only God will. Yeah, man. And, I, and for me, it's, it's, it's almost in, this is just how men think, and it's some women too, but mostly men, where it's a healthy distraction. Yeah. Once I get that vision, yeah, what you did to me, I, I can't completely forget it, but it yeah. becomes a small, subconscious Manu. token in my mind. Manu. But I'm so focused on the vision. Yeah. Like, there's so many, so many people I know, like, once they get married and they found the right woman, or they mm -hmm. found the right husband, or they found the right career, or they really found out what their purpose is, they are so you see so much passion in their eyes yeah. because you gave them a healthy distraction. Right. And there's nothing wrong with it. People are like, oh, you just that's the distraction. But so, there's nothing wrong with a healthy distraction. Sometimes those healthy distractions get you through that day by day until God, till you realize, oh wait, man, I'm walking to my my purpose. Yeah. This healthy distraction is no longer a distraction. It's, it's my purpose. And that's it sometimes helps fuel my yeah, purpose. it helps fuel yeah. my purpose. You yeah. become the realization. I've been walking in my purpose. Like yeah. wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hey. Like that's what that's what I'm saying. Sometimes yeah, that's what it says. Focus on that present. I like that's why I like that verse that Joseph said. I'm here to save people's lives. He did not. He said one time you you put me, you slave me. After that, now let's focus on who I am. Another video. Who are you? We figured out that I'm a peacemaker. Sierra's restorer. Yeah. No matter what someone. So now that we know that, no matter what someone dog our name, no matter what. You know, trials and tribulations God's come. We God. God knows what we are. Yeah, we know. Zero, you walk in your purpose. You don't even know. I don't it. know. It, you don't even know it. Every, talking about everything you touch is like that Midas restoring touch. Instead of gold, <laughs> it becomes Midas, restored. Midas touch. Old becomes new. New becomes better. <laughs> and mine's just focus on helping people get reach that peace that they so rightfully deserve. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. The next thing we have to do, and as always, for any any mental health challenge. Is to get the support you need. Yeah. And I talked about Ciara. I gave her praise throughout the whole thing. <laughs> She's my support. She is my support in the time I need. I didn't know I needed it. I, that girl with the, the big booty Judy or that that dude that wants to go to the club, to every strip club. No, I needed to settle down and get with a woman that understood what I needed. And I thank God for that. Oh. I thank God for that. And in, your, in everyone else's case, therapy. Yeah. A right church, you know, whatever you need to do to get to you know get the support you need to continue on. And for me, you know, um, my family is my biggest uh, support, I guess you would say. Yeah. And of course, my husband, uh, husband's my number one fan, as y'all can see. I sure I'll be cheerleading by myself, be like pom pom boy. <laughs> Don't give her a speaking engagement. I'll be right there. Oh, bless me. <laughs> That's my baby. <laughs> They're like, sir, this is a this this is this is a woman's conference. Why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. No one told me. I didn't. I missed that. Y'all, y'all, y'all font needs to be bigger. I didn't see that. <laughs> but yeah, my family has been a big contributor to yeah. my to my to my support system um, and when I need to be corrected and when I need to be supported when I need to be you know uh, told something to that I was like well I was right no fear you was wrong they they are that and I thank God um, for my family um, tremendously because a lot of people don't have that um, connection with their family you might have 
and our family is small compared to other people's families. You know, people have huge families. And so I thank God for, for my family and my husband um, who they show me, they are the mirror. <laughs> they were like, this is what you really look like. This is what you think you look like. This is what you really look like. Oh, wow. I'm like, really? I like being the mirror. And shut up. <laughs> Sometimes I hate it. I hate it with a passion. But if you don't have anybody in your life, and that's what I'm like, it's good to have the support. But if you don't have anybody in your life to correct your missteps, you're, you're so walking right. in uh, disobedience because you think you are the only person who can tell you who and what and why you do things. And if you don't have someone to tell you your faults sometimes or tell you when you are misstepping, yeah, you're, you're walking in disobedience wow. because you need someone, you need a group or a person to tell you that's close to you, that yeah. knows you intimately, to, to be able to tell you the real and not the fluff. Is this, I have a question. Is this, because maybe it be, maybe, and I love you because if, if if I'm right, I love you because you're not being PC. Is accountability and correction the same thing? Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I like the word accountability, but I like correction better. Yeah. I don't know why. I just like that better. <laughs> Some people do that. Well, I guess I guess if you're not like a family member, don't be trying to correct me. Oh, <laughs> I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, correct But we we try to be PC about so it. You're my accountability partner. partner. <laughs> now I'm correct you. Keep that donut out your hand. I'm my coworkers. Right. My, my, my coworkers. coworkers can't wait to get back. They'd be like, I saw your videos this summer. All right, we gonna be watching you. You fit that shirt yet? I, I already know. Yes, I sh- they are. I stepped out. You right. sure did, honey, because they come for your right. whole, your whole left side. Just opening my door. What you eating? Okay. I'm about to tell Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> I got her on speed there. I know what she is. I know what she is. A pleasant love at gmail.com. We know you are. Get that support you need. Yes, thank you, God. It's to tie into my uh, family. Also, the next point is focus on what you have. I've been saying this since Pastor Mike said it. Yes. Thinking 2020 or 2019. Uh, well, he said it, but it's ringing our ear. He said, uh, all you have is all you, you need. need. Yes. And I've always thought that, but I'm like, Oh, I need little. I need a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little. And God was like, "You just trust me. You have all you have. All you have. I'm giving you all the things you need." Yes. Just look around, and it's like, "Oh God, you're right. <laughs> you're right." <laughs> like, man, my car is like this. But hey, get you from Boy Day to Boy B. I was proud with my 1990 Honda Accord. <laughs> Back you couldn't then. tell me nothing. Back then, Back then to that thing. <laughs> like you gotta, you gotta use what you have. And I like, I like um, in in the what I think about four. No, it was right before the main scripture, uh, Genesis forty five and three. He he said to his brothers, "I am your brother Joseph. Is my father doing well?" But the brothers did not answer him because they were confused and afraid. The second he said, "I am your brother Joseph," he says, "Is my father doing well?" He knew what was important. We, we can get so caught up in everything when God has given us all the blessings we need. Joseph knew that it's all good that I'm going to get my quote-unquote revenge. I'm going to show you who I am. But he, the second he was able to, he says, my father doing well. We have to we have to get our minds back to what God has already given us mm-hmm. and, and focus on that. Because if we're not careful, we can lose. We can lose what he blesses us. Like, perfect example, um, when you have a conflict with a friend or a family member or, um, and, you know, you reunite with them in, in hopes to uh, rekindle your relationship, yeah. ask those questions about how they are, how their family doing, how their job is, you know, yeah. because those things are important to that individual. Um, if that that makes them who they are, you know yeah. that that is who the, who who they are. If you're not focused on who they are or what's going on in their life, and you're just focused on your <laughs> your 
making sure you're right in the conversation and your opinion is being pushed through that you're not necessarily being fully present and, and humble enough to really check me baby check me yeah because i i have oh god you know, I, I remember sometimes i'd be i'd be so mad be too sincere i'd be like man they ghosted me on my dang they acting they acting shady man forgive them and she like did you ask them are okay Nah, yeah. let me go. Yeah, just be like, yeah, yeah. And be like, nah, I'm going. Oh, man, thanks. Yeah, you're right. You just, you just forget. You get so selfish. It? It's selfish. Se- you get so selfish. Selfish. Like, oh, they comes up. They didn't do this. They didn't do that. They know. They know what's going on in my life. Why they didn't respond? And you, you forget to say, hey, are you okay? And really mean it. And really mean it though. <laughs> and like really mean it though. But that's another thing. People don't don't mean it, so therefore they don't ask. Yes. So if you really don't mean it, you don't, you don't ask, ask. Then you really are a selfish person, and you're yes. just focused on you. And God, thank you, God, for getting me mind right. Because every moments, even you know, this week, I'd be like, Man. I think that point should have been focus on the what's important to that person. Yes. Focus on what is significant to them. Yes. Because when you, oh Jesus, I love you. When you focus on what is the the concerns of their heart first yes you you have already broken the wall of i don't want to have this conversation yes right like you have a friend you are god you're so good you're convicting me right now and they have kids and you just want to focus on what they did to you but you never asked about their kids and you know that it's dear to their heart you already know it's dear to their heart you really don't care about who they really are. Convict me, Lord, because God just said it. He convicted me. <sighs> you was just so hurt that you couldn't even get out of yourself to see yeah. what the, what's going on with them. Nor did they even. Man. Oh, we got to get it right, Lord. We got to get it right. Because we got to restore our relationships. Restore those relationships. Yes, we got to yes. get it together. They're going to be restored. Restore those relationships. You gotta get peace from my past. Yes, yes, yes. And after, well, I mean, there's no particular order, but another point is you gotta accept, you gotta accept the future. Did you hear that? I heard that. Start over. (laughs) And another point is you gotta accept the future. Mm -hmm. Accept the future. If we we, um, go to the last verse of that main passage, it was it was not your fault that I sent you here. It was God's plan. God made me like a father to Pharaoh. I'm the governor over all of his house and over all of Egypt. Who are you now? Accept who you are now. You figure out who you are, now accept who you are, Sierra. Mm-hmm. L. C. Pleasant. Jesus. They don't know what those initials mean. <laughs> you saw how I presented it to her? Accept your future, Sierra. Walk into it, man. Walk into it, but yeah, accept your future. I'm here right now. Who are you? And now, actually, accept it. And walk into that thing. Walk into that thing. And and be courageous. Because that's another that's another part of the healthy distractions. Once you accept your future and start walking in that future, that past becomes so small, so tiny. Mm-hmm. Remember what happened in 1970? I don't know. I, I'm married now. Look, God has been blessed me. I don't. I don't. And I want to say this is, I don't know if we, if we said, it's, it, it said this already, but accepting your future, accepting the future, you also have to be healed from your past. Yes. And in order to, to, to be healed from your past, all of the stuff that we have talked about, all the points that we have talked about at this point, you have to, you have to do those. You have to do that work. And if you don't do that work, it's hard for you to really accept your future, yes. your calling, and your purpose. Right. Because you're still clouded in your judgment and in your thought process about what has happened in your past. Yes. And it makes it hard for you to walk in true in truth and in, in, in God's truth in you right. because you're still stuck in holding on to what they did to you. Yes. And if you hold on to that and not let it let it let free. I remember Pastor Mike did a message, um, maybe you put it on the Pleasant Love, yes. where he was carrying all those bags. And I oh, just yes. cried. I just cried. Oh, yes. I just cried. And carrying all that weight. All that weight. I mean, he couldn't even move. He had all those bags on him. And that's what we do. We carry on all of the past things, 
on us and you can't you try to reach towards that goal but you can't because you're so weighed down by all the things that you still hold on to and you haven't allowed god to come into your life and allow the holy spirit to really work within you and spend that time with him so that he can heal those wounds and give you a new perspective because that will give you a accepting a better future whatever it is in in job in life and family and friends in career it it, it gives you a different perspective on your future and once you have accepted that new future and you walk into it it also gives you it gives you the opportunity to look not look back but give Give back back. yes it gives you the opportunity to say oh god you you your living testimony wait you're, you accept the future. Now you're a living testimony. Amen. Now you tell other people about Amen. your testimony. So therefore, that's your way of giving back. Even if you haven't put a pull out a dime out of your pocket, or you haven't even, if you just tell somebody your testimony, it will. It will. I don't care how small you think it is. I don't care how big you think it is. Yes. It will break chains off of people's Amen. lives, and that's why I love the church that we're part of at this time being hot, which is humble, open, and transparent, that allows, that breaks chains, that breaks walls, because when you are with people, people get to see who you truly are, and how God has manifested in you, right, has, has, has given you all of these, these gifts, and all of these, um, chains have been lifted off of you and all these bags have been removed because you really are walking in your in your new light in him yes yes so let's look at what joseph did he said after everything that his brothers did he still did not give he he didn't give in to his flesh mm -hmm. uh, genesis 45 9 through 11 joseph said hurry up and go to my father tell him his son joseph sent this message god made me the governor of egypt so come here to me quickly. Don't wait. You can live near me in the land of Goshen. You, your children, your grandchildren, and all your animals are welcome here. I will take care of you during the next five years of hunger so you and your family will not lose everything you are. And now we have Israelites. We have children of Israel because Joseph did not give in to his hate, give in to his flesh. He had every right Everywhere. Right. Societies, it, we, there would have been a movie about it. I mean, he went in there with AK 47s and blasted his brothers who, uh, <laughs> this, this, this Friday, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, that would have, Michael Bay would have directed it. It would have been a beautiful revenge story. Uh, he, he, he poisoned the animals and, oh, yeah, he got them back. But no, Justin said, nah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go, I'm going to be uh, great. I'm going to give you the same grace God gave. And sometimes it just takes us, and we can't be like God, but we can express grace if we want to. If you want to, no matter how angry, how how much, if you want to move forward and be healed from your past, there has to be some form of grace. Yeah. It just has to be. It does. Even if you don't physically talk to the person. Right. Or they pass away before you can. Yeah. There has to be some grace to say that happened. Let me not hurt anybody else that come in my life. Let me not dwell on it. Let me forgive even myself. If we if we think if we think and I know this is maybe far fetched for some people to think this, but if your your for, your forgiveness of yourself. And your forgiveness of others is connected to generations of curses being broken. Who would you be willing to forgive and give that grace that God has given you through Jesus Christ to others? Could you? If you thought about it that way. If you, because I'm like, I'm just talking about, like, love, matching. Family, you have family. Generations of, of families who don't like such and such because such and such did this and such and such try to hit on my man or such and such did this to boo nanny boo and <laughs> not your nanny boo but nanny boo. What do you think about me? Why are you talking about my nanny boo? Why are you talking about my nanny boo? Why are you talking about my nanny boo? 
<laughs> grandma and them, yes. aunties and them, yes. and and Papa, you didn't mistreat somebody mistreated Papa two generations ago. So now your whole family don't know that side of your family. But now your cousin is married to the other cousin. Now y'all know y'all related. Now what happened? Now y'all got one or two kids, and y'all didn't know y'all was related because of what somebody did two generations ago to Grandpa. You're looking at a product of that. I have no excuses now. I'm a grown man. But I I would have been further along into relationships if some people would just talk and said, Hey, I'm sorry. I don't care. <laughs> I ain't named no names. You just don't know how your grudges affect others. You just don't know. It just doesn't, and that's what we have to get out of the, the mindset is that it's just not about you. We are all connected. It's not just about you. Yes, we always talk about self-care and self-love. We understand that. But know that outside of that self-love and self-care, you are connected to a community of people, non-binance to yourself, that you are connected to. And your actions and what you choose to do affects other people and affects generations and communities around you. Yes. But that's a far-fetched thing for a lot of people to understand. A lot of people to understand. It takes a lot of work. For some families, it takes a lot of work. But if you want to be free, if you want to live in freedom in Jesus and let God (laughs) allow the Holy Spirit to work within you, every day mm-hmm. you've got to do that work and that's that work stuck. that work you don't have to be stuck and i think that's one thing as uh, i'm gonna say the chocolate diaspora community we have whole we're holding on yeah. to all of these crutches because of all the pain that we have yeah. and if we were to lean in on god's understanding of our purpose yes. our true purpose, purpose on the earth we can move a whole whole continent <sighs> Anywho, continents. Continents. Well, it's, well, it's, well, it's <laughs> That's the whole world. Yes. But it just has it, to be. It's it's just, it just, it's. And the yeah. main thing we have to do in our final point is to forgive. That's what I've been talking about. That's what we've been talking about the whole <laughs> That's what, that's what we've been talking about the whole time. We just, you know, and forgiveness, and we have so many different definitions, but we've said it before forgiveness is simply looking at what happened. And turning that into a lesson. Learning from that. Yeah. And making sure this doesn't happen to me again. Forgiving that person, forgiving that action, forgiving whatever happened. This happened. I can't, I can't, some people can't forget it, but that's tall task to order for people. You don't forget it, you just forgive it. Forgive them. Like, I, I have to let go. I can't hold on to this. Like we've been saying, you gotta let those bags off of you. Yeah, you gotta let those bags up. And, and and for the average person, no, not the average person. I say this for the Christian. If you follow Christ's life, you have to see how He loves people and how we should show that love daily. And if you're showing that love daily, the Holy Spirit convicts you that you need to forgive that person. Or hey, something's coming up. You gonna have to forgive. It's not going to be fun. It's a process. And it's a process. And I've heard someone say, another pastor say, you know, um, if you if you forgive faster, your blessing can come quicker. Ooh. And I was like, eh, that sounds good. I don't good. like that. That <laughs> sounds good, like bro. But. We'll be honest with y'all. Sound but. <laughs> we all have, have to have our own time of forgiveness. And we all have to process it differently because we all have had different histories. And so to tell someone that you got to quickly forgive so that you can be blessed faster is God is blessing you regardless of your forgiveness or not. Yes, your forgiveness, if given to God in the correct way, can allow you to see what he's doing within you faster. That, That statement is correct. Which allows blessings non-binance to you. Like, oh, I didn't know about this about myself. Oh, I didn't realize this. I didn't realize I was allowing this person to do this to me. Oh, I didn't realize I kept going to this place where I felt like this. Like, you get all these revelations because you're giving, you're allowing God to teach you about yourself versus you leading the charge. Self-manifestations. You know, I hate that. 
But so when you work when you walk with um the Holy Spirit every day and you really take the time to allow him to work it within you, it gives you the opportunity to allow God to do his work within you. Mm-hmm. And and <clears throat> forgiveness is a process. I'm sorry. It I'm is. not the one that's gonna sit here and say, you gotta quickly forgive because it's a process. You really have to process your emotions. One, you gotta process what happened too, and then you gotta God. Why you let this happen to me? <laughs> and then it's like, if you let it happen to me, goddamn lessons. So what are you trying to teach me, Lord? And then you got, okay, you teaching me. What you teaching me? Yeah. Okay, did I learn my lesson? Okay, can I forgive this person wholeheartedly? Can I give them that grace that you have given me? Because I'm not perfect. I've sinned several times a day. <laughs> and you yeah. still forgive me when I repent. So, I, kinda, I feel like I kind of just... just I feel like if we did forgive quickly, and I was the perfect example of that. I was the one that, oh, you did something. But my thing was, as I've said before, I just cut the bridge off. <laughs> you gonna talk you, from that perspective? You are no longer, you are no longer significant to my life. Block, number deleted, gone. And I never actually got healed from it. That's why, that's why it's a process, because like you it's, said, yeah. you're supposed to be healing from it. Yeah. As you're learning, this is becoming a as this becomes a lesson that you that you hope to one day never repeat, you should be healing from it. And if you just quickly like, and now you now you knocking back wild turkey in a bar at you know twelve in the morning, you and you don't know to, why. You went to wild turkey. <laughs> you don't know why. Yeah, I, I went to the extreme. Old, I didn't want. I didn't want. I didn't want no soft mean, little bakers. I didn't want no soft little uh, uh, deep Eddie. No, I went to the. the <laughs> I wanted the extreme. <laughs> but that will say you you start finding yourself with this negative outlet for stuff, and you don't know why. Yes. Because you didn't properly forgive. Yes. There has to be a there's a prop there's there's a proper way to forgive. And I, and I think oh, and, and thank you, Holy Spirit. I think also we need to start having more uncomfortable conversations within our groups of friends yes. too. That when someone does hurt you, it's a it's we always want to pop off, be the pop off friend. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know, you want to pop off, but maybe it yeah. after that pop off. So, girl, what we gonna do? I mean, cause you gotta, we gotta grow, we gotta get up. Yeah. Maybe we need to start having more conversations like that too, because as individuals, we have to work on this. But yeah. as a community, we have to learn how to forgive more yeah. often for to to each one another, yeah. so that we can grow past it. Because we hold grudges so hard as a community, we we like. Spice little grudges like you remember what you did because in the tw- in, in, in the 20s it was fun too and grudges and grudges, <laughs> and grudges they they leave you uh what's the word you can't move yeah oh you're right you they leave you, stu- you stuck you stuck you st- you're stuck in 1925 <laughs> and this is 2021 20- your whole generations after generations yes. stuck in 1925 Ain't got nothing to do with that baby. That new baby coming, growing into a, a family doesn't know what's going on. Innocent, naive. You telling them we don't talk to those people because what? what I gotta do it. I just want to watch Teletubbies or whatever they watch now. I don't know what they watch. They don't know what Teletubbies. I don't care about this grudge we're, you have. We're so we're so flesh driven that we're not yeah. uh, spirit driven, and I think that's what it is at the end of the day. Because you you want to do what Mama Big Mama did and Mama before you did, but what is God telling you to do? And you really have to seek him to figure that out. What could, because you could be the breaker of so many curses. You could be the breaker of so many generational uh, chains on your family that you don't even realize it. And if it's you and God's calling unto you, I, I, I really, I commend you for taking on that call. But also would say, take a deep breath and yes. ask God to guide you every step of the way. It's not a race. Yes, Sierra. It's not a race, Sierra. It's a marathon. Take your water break when you can. It's a marathon. Go sit in the sauna for a second. Get, yeah, your water get right back it's out a there marathon. and run. Because at the end of the day, it's simply what what we uh, what God tells us on Hebrew twelve and eleven. We don't enjoy discipline, and we get it. It is painful. Yep. But later, after we have learned our lesson from it, we will enjoy the peace that comes from doing what is right. And that's that sums that sums it up perfectly. 
Y'all help us make. Y'all help us make. Y'all help us make. Cause we out of here. Yeah, y'all yeah. Y'all help us make. Y'all help us make. Cause we out of here. Thank y'all for checking <laughs> out Pleasant Connection. Yeah. Please keep rocking with us on everything from Facebook, Instagram. You see us on TikTok. You see us on Twitter. I just had an idea. What? Because y'all do? know we on this vegan journey, right? If yeah. y'all have a, um, if you will, if you have a <laughs> something that you want to try, and you want us to try it out, or if you want us to try to us to try for us to try to make it, yeah. let us know. Yes. Send us a little DM on Instagram. Make, make this uh, fake uh, crawfish tacos. <laughs> like what? Okay. Yes, we'll try it. Well, I've, been, I've, been, I've been playing with recipes. I've been playing with different different foods and different vegetables and mushrooms and stuff like that. So yeah, if y'all want us to try that out, if you want to see us, you know, chef it, cook it up, cook it up. Let it us up. know. Let we'll us know. Us, but whip it up. <laughs> Let's try it out. Yes. So yeah, like Will said, check us out on any, all the plat- all the platforms at a pleasant love or a pleasant connection yes. here at Radio Her. And we thank y'all for joining us. Have a lovely day, a lovely week, and we will see you on the next podcast. Bye. Bye.